This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Celebrate Herself podcast. It's me, Stella Ray. Don't forget, as always, to share this on your Instagram story, take an aesthetic boomerang of you listening in your car, in your room, a little iPhone, not necessarily iPhone, but a little screenshot, and yeah, I will repost, retweet, all of that. I love seeing who watches, and bitch, happy cancer season. <laughs> um, I don't even, like, yeah, so if you've been listening to the past couple episodes, you know, I've been, I felt like I was all over the place and just, like, moving from place to place, like, literally, um, and I didn't really feel, like, settled, but now I feel like, you know, cancer season, I'm a little more okay, I'm kind of establishing my routine, it's crazy, just after a couple weeks of being in my new place, I feel more... I mean, is it really crazy? But it's like, it didn't take that long to really feel like this is my place now. And it's just crazy how much different the vibes are. Like, your space really does affect how you feel every day, you know? Just the, not to be redundant, you know, in every single podcast, but just the amount of natural light and the fact that I can actually see outside and not just, you know, another wall is it's a blessing. With that being said, um, and again, not to be redundant in every podcast, let me know if you care or not. Genuinely, um, real life sounds. Uh, this past weekend was my first weekend going out in LA since getting back from New York and since stuff in LA like opened, which I'm like, what do you mean opened? I guess it's just like more bars are open. And it kind of does feel a little more like a regular life, a, a 2019, you know? Um, but let me just... Okay, so it's going to be vlogged. And this is going to go up on Thursday. So hopefully this vlog will go up tomorrow. I'm going to try to post definitely Mondays and Fridays. And then if I have an extra video, I'll post it on like a Wednesday. Um, but yeah, so you will see. Maybe you've already watched it. But basically Friday and Saturday, we both, both those days, we tried to go out to an actual like club. Bitch, worst experiences of my life, both of them. And it was just so like, I mean, a a club as well. And then also when you're like going as like a random bitch and not just like, like, I don't know, you're, I'm, it's not like, it's a little different if someone invites you to their table that like they bought if you know you know because then it's a little more like personal but if you're just going as like a random bitch um you know even if you know a promoter or whatever like it's still like it's not like i was personally invited to this like i'm just kind of showing up um i was just like this is disgusting and so hollywood vibes in the sense of like i don't know it's almost like this I want to say, like, cheap feeling or, like, and I don't know if that's the right word, but it's just not a good time. Like, to me, it felt like 
you know, a bunch of randoms showing up because they feel like it's cool to be in Hollywood. And that's just, like, not really something that I relate to. Y'all remember I lived in Hollywood my first year living here. I literally lived right off of Hollywood Boulevard, like, a block off in between Hollywood and Highland and Hollywood and Vine, which is, you know, the little strip of the Walk of Fame and the stars and, like, the P and, you know, the all the hustlers and whatever. And that just really, like, set the tone for me. Like, I don't know. I feel like anyone, most people who, like, live here, it's like, you, you don't really want to go to Hollywood. Like, yeah, there's clubs there, whatever. But on a regular day, it's not like you want to really be there. Not our feet. <laughs> um, and this just really, like, brought me back to that time. And just, I was like, ew, like, this just is not a good time. And the whole time, my point in sharing this is, like, whole time I was just missing New York, missing New York, like, and it's, like, obviously I chose to go to a club in Hollywood, like, okay. But sometimes it, it could be a good time, you know, if you're with your friends, with your bros that you know, like, it's just a different kind of feeling. But both of these times were, like, the worst. Just, like, so bad. And I think I just wasn't, I didn't really drink either of the nights, and that was part of the issue of why it was so bad. It's, like, why, like, don't tell bitches to pull up, even though it's not like I was personally invited. Don't tell bitches to pull up if you're not going to provide for the bitches. Like, period. You're going to see in the vlog. <laughs> um, but yeah, whole time I'm just missing New York. And I'm just like, ew, I'm so sick of like, like not even just that specific vibe, but even just like the Uber ride. It's like, ew, this, I've seen this like, I've seen this view and these streets and this route every fucking time since I first moved here. And it's just like... I don't know. And I remember saying this in another video or maybe a podcast, but like, I feel like that's normal with anywhere. I want to say for me, the past four years in living here have been very transformative, which makes sense. You know, when you're 18 to when you're 25, I was going to say 25, 23, <laughs> I would hope you would go through a lot of changes. I know I have, I've definitely grown up a lot and become a lot less naive in a lot of ways and like I don't know if I feel jaded I feel like sometimes I do I'm gonna be honest um but it's like I just feel like that would be normal for everywhere but then like no matter where you live or whatever you're gonna like hopefully grow up <laughs> but it's just like been on another level recently and it's almost like because I went to New York and had such a good time not even just like, oh, I had a good time going out. But like I have said in my vlogs and in the last podcast, just even walking down the street on a regular day, like it just felt so much more the vibe that I wanted. It felt a lot more like, I felt a lot more ease and just almost belonging, if that makes sense. Which I don't know if that's like annoying to say, if, if that's annoying for someone who is not from there, didn't grow up there to say. But, I don't know, I just feel like I want to be in a big city. And I don't know if this is, I don't know if LA is the big city for me anymore. Like, I just feel kind of triggered by it. And, like, not in a, like, not in an LA-specific way, but just because my transformative, you know, adolescent, <laughs> teenager to young adult years have been here. So, it's like that. Does that make sense? Like, I never want to sound like, oh my god, everyone here is fake, and then they want to leave. Because, like, no... No, bitch. It's just, you know, you have different experiences everywhere. And, yeah. So, with that being said, 
you know, Friday, Saturday were horrible, but then Sunday, you will see in the fucking vlog, uh, we went to one of my favorite spots, literally one of my favorite spots, like, we, I was so sad we could not go there last year, because they were closed all of last year, and I believe this weekend was their first weekend open for a Sunday fun day, and it was, like, the best time ever, and it, bitch, it's like a bar, different vibe than a fucking club in Hollywood, so that could also, obviously, that's part of it. But, like, it was, like, finally. But then it's still, like, I miss New York. I believe I said this in the last vlog as well, but I'm kind of trying to take this the rest of this year because I did sign this lease in this new place, which, like, grateful for it. Whatever. But I kind of want to treat this year. And I was going to do that anyway. But now, like, even before I signed this lease, I was like, okay, this is going to be a year where I really just, like, try to experience as much as I can and really take what the city has to offer and then at the end of the year like see what I want to do next and as of now I kind of am like okay I kind of like want to move to New York at least for a little bit and just like have that experience and see what I can learn from that um but yeah that was kind of my plan all along so I guess we're gonna see but let me know your vibes and your thoughts like it this is kind of reminding me of when I was like, about to graduate high school, and, you know, I'm sure most of us can relate. A lot of us can relate, you know, just being kind of triggered by your hometown, and you just, like, want to leave, and you have so many memories everywhere, and not necessarily good memories, like, nothing hopefully so bad, but it's just like, ew, I need to be in a new place, I need new experiences, I need to see new people, like, yeah, I don't know. And, I, yeah, I mean, you have to take responsibility and, like, try new things, go to new places, like, but, you know, sometimes it's just, like, let me try a different vibe somewhere else. So let me know your thoughts. Let me know if you relate to that at all. But we're going to see, you know, how the rest of this year goes. And antic vlogs will be a thing as always. But I, I definitely want to go on another trip soon. I definitely want to go back to New York. But I also just kind of want to, like, go somewhere. I, like, I really wish that I could go back to Paris. Um, and, I mean, there's a lot of... There's a lot of big cities in the states that I have not been to either, so yeah, but I don't know. Some, I think I need to like step up my solo travel gang. I just be feeling like, I mean, maybe it'd be different now because I'm older, but I just be feeling like a little shy. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it'd be different now. And like the power of social media, it's like I feel a lot easier to meet people. But let me know if you have traveled since, you know, hopefully you're getting vaccinated. If you're not, bitch, just do it. I literally got it and I'm fine. So, ciao. Um, also, they did say. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You should start wearing, at least in L.A. County, they recommended you continue wearing masks in indoor spaces, even if you are vaccinated because of the new Delta variant. So, bitch, get vaccinated <laughs> is all I have to say. So I finally got a new book. <laughs> or, okay, like not to be fake, but remember when I was like, I'm going to read a new book every month of this year. You know, the BBL kind of skewed things for me. I was kind of, like, busy with other things. 
But I finally got a new book, and I feel like it's so on point for, like, what I've been talking about recently. The Wisdom of No Escape and the Path of Loving Kindness. So let me just read you the little description. It's true, as they say, that we can only love others when we first love ourselves, and we can only experience real joy when we stop running from pain. We must learn to open ourselves up to life in all circumstances. When we embrace happiness and heartache, inspiration and confusion, and all the twists and turns that are a natural part of life, we can begin to discover a true wellspring of courageous love that's been within our hearts all along. So y'all know how I've been talking about embracing negativity and like, honestly, fuck this. You know, like there was a tweet I quote tweeted the other day. Someone tweeted something like, oh, whenever you have a negative thought, interrupt it with gratitude. And it's like, okay, sometimes, yeah, maybe that'll work. But, bitch, like, it's okay to not be positive or to not feel grateful all the time. Like, that's normal. And trying to deny that is just going to be denying part of yourself and, like, your own experience as a human. I just know from personal, literal personal experience, when you just try to be positive all the time or, like, you know, not start beef or, like, not create conflict or not stand up for yourself, all of these things are, like, kind of under the same umbrella, you know? you're just going to ultimately make yourself unhappy or, you know, build up resentment or build up anger. And you can't really escape that. You know, you have to face it or it's going to come out somehow. Um, So this book is like really easy to read. It's like the chapters are literally so short, but it's like some good gems. And I kind of feel like I needed a new book like this because y'all know like the four agreements or like all the classic books I feel like every fucking person has read. Like, I mean, not like love that for us. Um... (laughs) But I feel like this is a little more in alignment with what I need in my life right now. This is literally the first chapter. When people start to meditate or to work with any kind of spiritual discipline, they often think that somehow they're going to improve, which is a sort of subtle aggression against who they really are. It's a bit like saying, if I jog, I'll be a much better person. If only I could get a nicer house, I'll be a better person. If I could just meditate and calm down, I'll be a better person. Um, But loving kindness towards ourselves doesn't mean getting rid of anything. We can still be crazy after all these years. We can still be angry after all these years. We can still be timid or jealous or full of feelings of unworthiness. The point is not to try to change ourselves. Meditation practice isn't about trying to throw ourselves away and become something better. It's about befriending who we already are. The ground of practice is you or me or whoever we are right now just as we are. That's the ground. That's what we study. That's what we come to know with tremendous curiosity and interest. We're here to get to know and study ourselves. And it's like the human experience, bro. Making friends with ourselves. While we are sitting in meditation, we are simply exploring humanity and all of creation in the form of ourselves. We can become the world's greatest experts on anger, jealousy, and self-deprecation, as well as joyfulness, clarity, and insight. Everything that human beings feel, we feel. We can become extremely wise and sensitive to all of humanity and the whole universe simply by knowing ourselves just as we are. They were talking about... A monk, I believe, who was in, I want to say in Japan, but I don't know. Yeah. So this monk from Japan, um, you know, would give talks and whatnot. And then he moved to the United States and would give these talks. I don't know, maybe at a university. But, you know, all of his new students were like hippies and like, he felt like they were dirty and like they had this long hair and he just like did not vibe with them 
So then he realized that he had to he had to further develop compassion because you know he was giving these talks about compassion but then he would go home and just be like oh i don't like these students like i just don't relate to them like oh my god we can be very sympathetic and use it as motivation to keep trying to to develop ourselves and to find our own true nature you might consider that you yourself are an arrogant person or you might consider that someone else is an arrogant person but everybody who has ever felt even a moment of arrogance knows that arrogance is just cover up for really feeling like you're the worst and always trying to prove otherwise. These are good examples of people who never gave up on themselves and were not afraid to be themselves and therefore found their own genuine quality and their own true nature. The point is that our true nature is not some ideal that we have to live up to. It's who we are right now and that's when, what we can make friends with and celebrate. Um, so, you know, I just read the first, I think it's like the first three chapters last night. So I'm going to keep reading it and I'll let you know any other gems that I find. But I just feel like that is a little more the vibes, you know? Instead of this, like, good vibes only, like, I don't have time for negativity. I don't have time for drama. It's like, well, make time, bitch. <laughs> or it's like, I feel like, I feel like it's also, okay, maybe this is me being judgmental. Maybe that's something that I can work on in myself. But I feel like that's also, it reminds me of, like, okay, if you really were that or believe that or felt that or lived that you wouldn't have the need to like talk about it all the time you know have you ever noticed that like the people who say i only want good vibes i only want good vibes are the people who like <laughs> kind of like have a lot of drama And this also reminds me of something that i think i've i've definitely thought about before i think i've probably talked about it before but like when you accept, when you realize that you are allowed to accept, because, I mean, it can be hard, you know? It's hard to accept the fact that sometimes we're jealous or sometimes we're angry or sometimes we don't feel good enough, you know? It's like we want to think of ourselves in the best light, but that's just unrealistic as being a human. But sometimes you might feel like a crazy bitch, and that's fine. But when you realize that you're allowed to accept all parts of yourself it's like you can kind of go through any experience or like do anything and because you have that self acceptance self-awareness it's like okay because you're not trying to be something you're not or like distract yourself from like who you actually are does that make sense like i don't know i it what the fuck is that just a little sound effect. Um, but it reminds me of like, it reminds me again of people, someone who just preaches, oh, good vibes, good vibes, good vibes. And it's like, if you know, if you're grounded in yourself and know yourself and trust yourself and have that self loving kindness, as they say in this book, you would know that it's valid to not have good vibes all the time. When I meditate a lot and, like, when I really get in that zone, you know, where I'm completely just, like, calm, mind's pretty empty, like, just literally being in the moment, not thinking about anything, not stressing about anything, um, I feel like that's who we actually are, you know? And I feel like a lot of 
things that we see or maybe what I used to believe is like, oh, we want to get back to gratitude. We want to get back to being happy and feeling good. When in reality, it's like somewhere in the middle. It's almost like nothingness. Like we want to get back to nothingness. And that's kind of like what I'm starting to realize, you know, and especially as someone who deals with anxiety, it's like, okay, I don't need to turn this anxiety moment into like a, oh my God, I'm so happy and grateful moment. Like I can just return to my breath and try to bring myself back to like peace, I guess, or just like quiet. Like it doesn't have to be this like, oh man, blissed out. I'm so happy. It's just, it's nothing. So that's what I be thinking about. Um, and I mean, obviously you don't, it's like, yeah, accept all parts of yourself, but then also like, don't let yourself run amok. And like, if you're being self-destructive, bitch, you need to ask yourself, why do I keep doing this to myself? That's not very loving kindness of you. So let me know your thoughts on that. Let me know, you know, if you're like me and you kind of, I feel like that kind of whole spirituality the spirituality movement, if that's what you want to call it, I don't know. And that the like 2015, 2016 vegan movement kind of were, were like hand in hand, you know. Um, and I just feel like my perspective has changed so much since then. And, you know, obviously you would hope from when I was 17 to now, um, 16, 17. But also just like... I just feel like I've gotten a lot more self-awareness and therefore my perspective has changed. Yeah, so let me know if you relate. With that being said, this is kind of a good segue into my next topic, but um, I wanted to talk about a little bit <laughs> new Stellar Ray podcast, same old topics. <laughs> Attachment styles, bitch. Um, because I noticed a trend of the last couple people that I've talked to, you know, consistently have had pretty, at least from what I could tell, pretty secure attachment styles. And so I was just kind of reflecting this past week, these past couple weeks on how my relationships with these people felt different, differently than relationships I've had with people who I feel like typically were avoidant attachment styles um i i think naturally i'm pretty anxious avoidant so that's like i will feel anxiety about the relationship you know like oh why are they not texting me or like why like uh, like always kind of like anticipating the next not even the next like not next conflict but like oh like you know, it's like you want to grasp the relationship because you're afraid that, that it's going to, like, go away or something. But then instead of, like... Like, I feel like a classic example of, like, an anxious person is, like, oh, you're going to call... If they don't answer, you're going to call them ten more times. An anxious avoidant is, like, you feel the anxiety, but then your reaction is, like, to, like, just stop talking to them or, like, fine, I'll just leave you alone, whatever. Like, I'll... You know? So I feel like that was kind of my vibe, like in my earlier years but you know since being aware of that since becoming more secure in myself more confident in myself I feel like and I also like knowing what to look for in a partner I feel like I've gotten a lot more secure and it's weird because I feel like I would consider myself secure before like if I asked myself I'd be like yeah I'm just like a chill girl no bitch and that goes along with embracing the 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The negativity or maybe the conflict. Like, sorry, if being the chill GF or the chill girl means that, you know, I'm not setting any boundaries and you get to do whatever you want and I'm never going to speak out about it or share that I'm angry or uncomfortable or whatever. Like, I don't want it. I'd rather be the crazy bitch. Anyway, so <laughs> I was just comparing like how they felt differently. And I feel like with the, when you're talking to or in a relationship with a secure person, at least for me, what I've noticed is like, I don't even really have to think about it. You know, I'm not thinking like, oh, should I text them? Or like, oh, should I call them? Like we did talk three hours ago. Is it too soon? Like, I don't want to bother them. Bitch, if it was secure... You just be like, should I call them? Yeah, I, I want to call them, so I'm going to call them. If they don't answer, oh, they'll pro- they're probably busy. I know they're going to call me back or text me or whatever. You know, instead of like, oh my God, should I call them? Okay, fine, I'll just call. I'll only let it ring twice because I don't want to seem thirsty. But like, And then if they don't answer, it's like, oh my God, they're ignoring me. They don't want to talk to me. They're with another bitch. Um, and then you're just constantly checking your phone to see if they called you or if they texted you. Like, that anxiety is not normal. That doesn't mean that you're, like, in love with them. It just means that you aren't getting the emotional reciprocity that you need in order to have a healthy, fulfilling relationship or to feel, like, secure. So your brain is like, oh, my God, but why? Like, why? Like, I want that, like, security and I'm looking for it. You know, um, and I guess realizing that, and y'all know ever since I've read that attached book, like I've really been thinking about all of this, but since realizing that it just is crazy to look back on how much, I want to say how much time I wasted with people that just, it's just like, oh, we just weren't, okay, maybe they were assholes also, but like, in a sense, it's almost just like we weren't compatible because you had this like avoidant type of deal and like. That just did not work for me. Like, it just creates this cycle of, like, you want attention from them. They finally give you a little bit of attention, so you're like, oh, my God, okay, you're reassured. You're like, okay, the relationship's growing good. But then you don't talk for a few more days, or, like, then they take forever to text you back, or, like, then they just kind of keep you out a little bit. Um, and then you're like, oh, my God, but where? And then maybe they'll give you a little bit, or then they will call you randomly, and you're like, oh, okay, relief. But it's like, if it was secure, you wouldn't even be thinking about any of this. You would just be like, like your heart doesn't drop when they call you because you, of course they're going to call you. Like you're not even thinking about it. You know, you're just like, yay. Yeah, I get to talk to them. You're not like, oh my God, they're calling me. Like I have to screenshot it and send it to the group chat. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and I think for me... Because, again, I have kind of noticed a trend of, like, oh, okay, I'm, like, attracting these secure people now. And I think it has to really just do with setting boundaries and not even necessarily, like, verbalizing boundaries to people. Because especially if you just start talking to someone, it obviously depends on what it is. But, like, sometimes it's a bit much to be, like, this is a professional email of the boundary that I'm setting with you. So, like, back off. It's, like, you just have to do it almost through action, at least 
for me that's like kind of what I noticed but as soon as, and as soon as you get the inkling of like a someone's playing games with you or they're just acting a little emotionally immature that's just kind of this is the thing you have to take that as a turn off not a oh maybe I'll be the one to change them or like oh but maybe if I keep talking to them they'll change or they'll like they'll start liking me more so they'll start they'll start calling me more cuz it's not about you it's about them and their own shit and i mean if you're a woman dealing with like a man it's you know a little bit of patriarchy and like maybe he doesn't respect women <laughs> you know ground hopefully it's just like you know they just have a different attachment style and like have different trauma but like <laughs> Which is, like, not your problem. It's like, okay, I'll move on to the next. Compatible. <laughs> but you have to think about all of these things. Um, and just also the realization that there's, like, an unlimited amount of potential partners or hoes or BFs or GFs or whatever. So you don't have to put up with bullshit. Like, you really don't. As, like, if you want to take someone seriously, you have to be upfront yourself and, like, set these boundaries yourself. And... Setting a boundary is a good test to see if they will respect the boundary. Like, that's why you... This is, like, me at me. That's why you can't be scared, because if they say no, or if they disrespect the boundary, then it's like, okay, you're the type of person that is not going to respect me, and if you're already not respecting me and my boundaries, and now at the beginning of the relationship, like, it's only going to get worse. So, Bye. <laughs> Take disrespect as a turn off. Okay? I want everyone to agree. <laughs> um, I was going to say something else. Fuck. Um, yeah. Take poor behavior as a turn off. It's just like, better, you have to also understand it's better to be alone than to deal with some bullshit. So, who's calling me? I say all this because I know that I have heard stuff before. And, like, shit's just clicked for me. And I'm like, yeah. But also, like, don't don't beat yourself up if, like, it's still hard for you. Because it can be really hard to, like, unlearn certain patterns, you know? And, like, patterns of, like, the type of people, the type of guys, the type of partners, the type of girls that you're attracting. Um, and sometimes that can be really, really deep-rooted. So don't, like, I don't know. Sometimes it's, like yeah, I, I know this now, I respect myself, we're good to go. And then you start to like someone and they kind of like, they're nice at first, but then they start treating you kind of poorly or whatever. And then you're like, wow, I happened again. Like, fuck, I thought I was over this. It's like, that's okay and that's normal. Like, it's okay. But it's just, like, an indicator of, like, okay, there's something deeper going on, you know? It's not just, like, I need a quick tip and trick on dating. It's, like, why... Like, what do I subconsciously believe where I keep, like, attracting this person? You know, it can be so deep-rooted. And the, I'm just... I've, bro, it's, like, the realizations don't stop. And it just makes me pissed that, like, none of this is really taught to us from a young age, like, we have to really learn all of this shit ourselves. And, like, if you have shit that you're going through or, like, going through mentally or whatever, it's, like, it can just be so hard to deal with that because it's, like, you have to be the one a lot of the time. Like, and it's, like, 
especially if you don't have, especially if you don't have like like-minded people around you in the sense of like, oh, I need to like work on this shit and I need to fix myself and what I'm going through so I can, I heal and be the best version of myself. You know, it's like, it can be so hard to pick yourself up. So don't beat yourself up. Sometimes we do just need a quick tip and trick. Sometimes we need therapy. <laughs> okay, so know the difference. Um, but like, for example, I, I want to do a whole like relationship Q&A. I feel like I did one recently, but I want to do one like maybe on the podcast, maybe in the next episode. Let me know if you'd be interested. Just in kind of like the mindset I have now. Not that I'm a professional, not that I'm a therapist, not that I'm certified, but like it can be just one bitch giving another bitch advice. <laughs> You know, um, just with this like new, new ish mindset I've had, this little more mature mindset. You know, I've been doing these Q and A's, a relationship advice for quite a long time. It's kind of like embarrassing. It's like, what did I know when I was 15? <laughs> hey guys, today's video, I'm going to be giving you my advice and my wisdom as a 15 year old. Um, I think a good like test, if you're like me and you're like, I don't know, I just, I'm not really like, naturally, I don't wanna be assertive and I am pretty anxious avoidant. So, a good test if you start talking to someone and if you are like that and then you start talking to someone fresh and you maybe kind of feel that like, oh, I wanna to talk to them, but like, I wanna call them, but is that thirsty? I don't wanna bother them. It's like, you just have to do it and see how they respond. Or if you want to text them, like, just do it, see how they respond. If you want to invite them out somewhere, do it and just see how they react. Or, like, same goes for if someone asks you to, you to do something and you want to say no. Or, like, if a guy's like, oh, come over and you're like, ew, take me on an actual date. Like, say that and see how they react. Because especially when a situation is new and fresh, like, you have so much potential to... Like, you have so much opportunity to, like, be the bitch that you want to be, you know? Like, because it can definitely be harder when you've known someone for a while and they already expect you to be a certain way. But, I mean, you can still do it there, too. And they'll be, like, shook. They'll be like, wow, when did she, like, start setting boundaries? I'm not used to this. What? She has self-respect. And you're like, yeah, bitch. Like, don't ask me to come over. Like, you psycho. <laughs> um... And yeah, when you realize all these things, like, oh, well, if I if I say no, or if I call them and I don't know, oh, maybe it's like tea. Maybe it's like, oh, they're busy. Or maybe, oh. When, then it's like, okay, well, I know that I'm so popping. I know that there's a lot of other people out there for me. I want someone who I deserve and who I'm compatible with and who treats me nice and well and how I deserve to be treated. So, sorry. I don't have anything to lose at the end of the day because I'm going to be good without you, boo. So you just have to believe all these things. And yeah, so I don't know. Leave a tip and trick you've learned down below. <laughs> but that's kind of like how I've been feeling these days. Um, and I know I talk about the same shit in every podcast, but that's just all I think about. So yeah. Anyway, I kind of feel like I want more coffee. I did not have coffee when I first woke up because I went to get tested. Go get tested, y'all, if you haven't. Um, it's good to get tested every three months if you are sexually active or after every new sexual partner. Or, you know, I think the every three month thing is important. You know, if you have like a friends with benefits or someone you're not exclusive with, bro, even if you are exclusive, it's like still you should get tested. Like, you never know. And the thing with that too is like, 
people are so scared to get tested, but it's like, bro, if you had something, you could literally have like long-term health problems because you didn't get it treated quick enough. So get tested. There's so many places to do it for free. It's not scary. You can literally DM me on IG. Like, can you please talk to me while I'm waiting? I'll be like, yeah, bitch. Like, you'll be fine. It's literally not a big deal. I know some of you know that, but I know a lot of people, bitches older than me. Like, I was friends with this girl who had never been tested, I think. And I was just, like, shocked by that. Because that's just always something that has been so ingrained in my mind. Like, for when I first ever became sexually active, I was going to get tested. Me and Sonia would go leave after... Three? I feel like we did. We were going to Planned Parenthood together. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So get tested. And get tested for COVID, too, if you need to. It's just, like, get it taken care of, bro. It's not a big deal. It's really not. And if you think it is, you need to ask yourself, why do I feel like shame when it comes to that? You know, because so many things are like, it's like, okay, if you were sick, you would want to take medicine or you would want to get better. But it's like, just because this has to do with sex and there's a lot of like shame put on us when it comes to sex and there's so much stigma around STDs, SDIs, because, you know, oh, you're dirty. It's like because of sex. You wouldn't say someone's dirty if they had like a common cold. Maybe COVID kind of, like, changed things, but still not the same stigma and shame as, like, an STI. So get that shit taken care of, bitch. If you have not been tested yet this year, we are halfway through the year. Go get tested. It's NBD. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's it. <laughs> Let me know if you would like me to do that little Q&A in next week's episode or what you want me to talk about people always say astrology bro i don't really know that much i'm gonna be honest so sorry but anything else let me know love you guys so much and i'll talk to you in the next episode